Radio Influence. The future is now. Guys, we're uh, not really sure how to approach today's show. We're, we're not feeling show opens. We're not feeling music. Right now, we're, we're all just kind of in a state of what the hell is going on here. And, you know, I, I'm at a loss for words. We had a whole show lined up for, for you guys today. Um, I talked to, you know, I, I'd been promoting the fact that we were going to have, you know, three-time Super Bowl champ Randy Cross on. And I just, I, 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 Brandon, I, I hope you don't mind. I took it upon myself. We're not doing that today. We'll bump it to next week. Um, I do not mind. I yeah. Mind. There, there's just too much going on in the world right now. We can't ignore what's going on right now. No. And, you know, our show is all about mental health, everyday struggle. And frankly, the mental health of the country is in a bad spot right now. It's a mess. It's a hot fucking mess because I'm a hot fucking mess. We so. we all are. We all are. And, you know, it, it's easy for us to, you know, you and I to sit here and, you know, talk about what's going on. But uh, I, I wanted to bring on our guest today. Uh, he's longtime Tampa Bay radio personality, longtime DJ, uh, DJ Eakin. Welcome to the show. Uh, longtime friend. Longtime <laughs> yeah. friend. Well, yeah, long time frame, man. I appreciate you guys having me, man. I do. Um, you know, one thing I, I, I want to throw out there is that Eakin can look at this from a million different perspectives. Um, I don't know if you've had a chance to listen to it yet. He also hosts his own podcast with my company, Radio Influence. It's called the DJ Eakin Podcast with his co-host, Brittany Gonzalez. Uh, Friday, your show gave me goosebumps. Um, you know, you can come from a perspective of A being a black male in, in today's society. B, you're also an Air Force veteran, so you've got that side of things on your back, too. And, you know, the whole premise of your podcast Friday was, I'm tired. Yeah, I am. It's, it's a lot. And and um, just to even expand on what you said right there, let me, let, me just, let, me, let me just go here. It starts with, it starts with, yeah, black men, very much so, right? And then you go to, I'm raising a black son. Right. So now I got to deal with the next generation of me. That's that I have to explain all these things that are going on. The Air Force veteran thing hits a few different ways. For one, plain and simple, I am an Air Force veteran. I've been to war for this country, so I kind of got that going on. Then I happen to DJ for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So I'm affiliated with the NFL. So the Colin Kaepernick thing hits and I'm all in the middle of that and that narrative, how it jumps around. You see, so I got that going on. Then I got the Amy Cooper thing in Central Park, the lady in Central Park that goes on. And she's, you know, she goes into a full blown performance because she's breaking the rules in Central Park. And a black man is telling her, yo, you're breaking these rules. And she decides, hey, like there's there's no way you can be talking to me and I'm going to show you why. So we got that going on. Let's let's move up a couple of more steps that made it a little bit more even deeper. That cut a little deeper was you got a lady here in Florida who. And when I first saw this story, I didn't even know that it took two times. So you got a nine-year-old autistic kid, eight or nine years old. His mother pushes him into a lake to kill him. He doesn't die the first time. So she gets a a guy to help rescue him or something happens. But anyway, we see that on video. And then she attempts to a second time and she actually kills him. My biggest problem with that one was you got an autistic kid that can't even 
he can't even uh, can't tell me or you anybody what has actually happened to him because, he, you know, he's autistic. He can't do that. Yeah. And then on top of that, it gets blamed on a black man. Like, how do I even get in that? You know, what I'm saying like like a black man killed my kid. This is this is what they run to. And then if that wasn't enough, you know, my mom had told me to kind of back up. And I, and I don't want to go overboard so we can get deeper into this conversation. I was going to take a break from 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 uh, from social media for like a day or so, because like we talked about before we got started, we all probably kind of needed a break. Yeah. And then I wake up this morning and a super duper close friend of mine who's done a bunch of stuff in the community with me, has a small black business. His business is looted last night. Oh, man. By, by, but by a bunch of people who look just like me and him. Oh. Yeah, man. Yeah. You, you you get you you get why why I'm I'm just it's 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 just tiring man it's like so many different angles the messages are all over the place you you got what started it it's 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 a lot man like it really is a lot. Well, let's let's well, be honest here. I, you know, everybody thinks the George Floyd murder, and that's flat out what it was. It was murder. There's no question, no doubt about that. You know, everybody thinks that was what started this, but this started decades ago. Yeah, I mean, this. this, this let, let's be brutally honest here. This has been going on long before the Rodney King incident ever happened. This goes back to the the fifties and sixties, and you know, it, it's just never, ever gotten any better. Right. And, no. And, and that's and that's that's a big part of the problem. Like you know, like this right here was just kind of you know how they say like you just finally light the fuse and it just goes. That's that's all this is right here. Like this is this is years of like something's like you know we're hashtagged out. We're just if if you're on this side. It's you just don't know what to do because everything like if you take if you take George Floyd, George Floyd and let's just let's just compartmentalize that by itself. The dude, it's like if you're black right now, you have to hope for a bunch of things to happen before you can get even try to get justice. You have to hope that somebody's battery, somebody's camera is running. You have to hope that. And then even if that happens, if the camera's running, you better hope that there's two or three different angles because somehow or another, the angle is not going to be enough to show you that it's OK. Right. You understand what I'm saying? And yeah. And what, you, and what made that one even more like that guy, the cop, he stared at the camera like as if, what are you going to do to me? Yeah, I'm doing this. Like, Dude. What Dude. are you going to do to me? He looked he he was enjoying every fucking second of that staring at him. And he was thriving off the crowd. That guy deserves and needs to be dragged by a truck on the fucking interstate until he passes. That guy's a piece of shit. A fucking piece of shit. Seriously. And then you look at our side, right? It's like, okay, dude, look, man, all we're honestly asking for at the end of the day is for things to be fair. Just an even playing field. You, the, the playing field, it's, it's just every day you just see different examples of it's not of it's how it's not even, right? Because this guy, right, we watch him. We watch him. We all see the same video. Yeah. And this guy dies. From there we get, he was resisting arrest. So then a video comes out and you see he's not resisting arrest. Yeah, I was about to go exactly right. where you're going. <laughs> and, then, and then there was drugs. Don't do drugs. And you know what even bothered me even more was that Asian police officer that was facing the crowd the entire time. He was that guy was being murdered like in and of itself. He's a minority. Right. What? What? All these other officers were around. Right. Why the fuck would they let this guy do that to him? Clearly, he wasn't breathing for at least a couple of minutes before he probably perished. Like, what the 
where where's where are the good people where where's the common sense where's the fucking humanity well i think part of part of the issue there is and and egan you brought this up on on your podcast okay so somebody tries to step in to help now they're part of resisting arrest and this and that and the other and you know it, it it's a slippery slope because you know if a normal everyday citizen intervenes He's going to jail too, and God forbid, most likely the same thing's going to happen to him. So, Bro, you like know, when you call back on that, well, when you he's call, not saving himself. When you call nine one one, and that's what you see, why would you call nine one one again for help when you're seeing what's going on? When you called nine one one the first time, right? There's there's nothing that's gonna there's nothing that's gonna make anybody and, and I wouldn't say anybody. I would say ninety six, ninety seven percent of anybody that looks like me call nine one one again because here because you're looking at. Like, again, and, and think about this when we first saw it. When we first saw it, we only saw the one cop in the Asian guy. Right. OK, so there's so many other stories that are going on in there now. Now you hear that the actual cop with his knee is married to the Asian guy's sister. We're hearing that now. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Whoa, whoa, what? Wow. Right. Yeah, we're, wow. We're oh, I haven't I haven't heard that. Yeah. Like, that's a whole new story that's out there now is that actually like the wife of, of the wife, either one way or the other, either the wife of the Asian, the wife of the guy kneeling is is the sister of the asian guy or the other way any way you put it they're supposed to be brother-in-law that's how you that's whichever way that it moves then even if you hope it was worth it if you think about it if you're looking at it from how i'm looking at it right i don't even see that there are two more cops around the corner holding this guy down that so there's actually three cops holding him down and he's not even moving so you don't need three cops at the very least aren't our police the, the, on the side of all the cards, it says to protect and serve. And aren't mm-hmm. they listed as first responders? Which yes. means you're supposed to respond when someone is in distress. This guy is telling you he's in distress and you're helping him maybe and being more a part of the problem. So who they wouldn't even I, check his pulse. They wouldn't right. even check his pulse. So who do, who do I who do I trust? I'm, am I going to call 911 for more of that? Yeah. Well, you know, the, the thing that makes that I think makes this one different than you know, Eric Gardner or, or something like that, you know, the, the Eric Gardner situation, you know, I, I agree with everybody else on that. However, we only saw a small snippet of the video. We didn't see the whole thing. This, you saw the whole thing. I mean, there's no question what happened with this one. And, and, and it's, it's, sad. Murder. It, it's sad that you have to say this one. It shouldn't be like that to begin with. But, no. you know, there's no question what happened here. Right. But, you know, with the other with, with with the Eric Gardner or you know the Trayvon Martin situation, you could make an argument. Not saying that it's right or wrong. But I mean, I'm on you know the whole it's all bullshit. But you could make an argument that we only saw a portion of it. We saw right. all of this. Yeah, I'm there's not- there, there's no doubt here. Like you could see if you if you watched it and it's forever unseen in my opinion. Uh, I'll never watch it again. But I mean, I can see it in my mind. But it almost seemed like I said he was enjoying it and stuff like that. And he was staring at him and he was feeding off the crowd. But I, I feel like he he kept adjusting his knee in the position that he was in with his foot, his boot and all that shit. And it was almost like he was trying to dig in the right way, but not try to break his fucking neck. And but but he knew exactly what he was doing. And he oh, God damn it. Well, I, the fact of the matter is, you know. George Floyd passed out four minutes into that. So yeah. the cops sat there with pressure on the guy's neck for another five minutes. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Come on. Right. I mean, 
Dude, even even when they came to check his pulse, the 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 paramedics that came, even though it was, I thought it was weird. I've never seen cops that were like, I guess paramedics. It was, I don't know, maybe they're different there, but they checked his pulse, and you could see the guy run away and be like, oh man, fuck, something's all right. Like, uh, like, well, what the fuck? Like, uh, scramble at that point. Now what do we do? Like, you're fucked, dude. You killed the guy. Right, but it, but in reality though. To me, they aren't fucked. That that that's just and that's what makes this situation so bad. Because, okay, let, let's let's back up even more. To to me, if and you guys could tell me if I'm if I'm wrong here because I don't know all the laws. You just need probable cause to arrest. Am I am I? You just right. need probable cause, right? So yeah. you got probable cause. Now let's 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 date it back to let's go back to Rodney King. We don't know exactly how it started, but what we do know is there were 51 blows that Rodney King took on camera. Absolutely. That's what we do know. We saw that, right? Now, what's super disturbing about that video, right, is that each one of those cops, granted, they didn't, they nobody broke it up, but they all went back to the station and not one mm-hmm. out of those four to six cops, however many it was, thought to write in their report, something did not go right tonight. Right. No, they thought it was, was they thought it was just. They said right. it was raging you, on drugs. Right. And so when you when you're in our position, when you're in on this side of the corner where I'm at, you're just like Dude, what do we have to do? Like, you don't, you don't, like, like, like the George Floyd thing. There's a whole nother video out now of them actually beating him in the car. Like, he's in the car oh. and they're swinging on him. So, to every, we have to keep getting these angles because when they tell the story at first, it's he's, he's, and this is all over. Let's get this part right because this came out today, today or yesterday too. This is all over maybe a counterfeit $20 mm-hmm. bill right. that yeah. the guy who yeah. owns the store says when he went to George and told him that it was counterfeit, George gave him the cigarettes back and said, my bad. Right. Oh, yeah. my God. I watched I watched some uh, surveillance video that was caught. It's got no audio whatsoever. All it says at the bottom right is cam two or something like that and i watched the whole thing it's like a little over five minutes long and i you see them pull him out of the car he's in cuffs he doesn't resist he sits down and he has a candid conversation with the officer and he writes some shit down and then the officer gives some paper to uh, someone else and then they then they lift him up from where they got him and they take him to the other street corner no resist no fighting it took one cop to take him over there like nothing happened. At what point did this fucking officer need to throw him to the ground and, and put his fucking knee in his neck? I mean, it, this is the this is probably one of the worst moments in American history I could even fucking think of yeah. ever. Yeah, ever. Uh, it, it's, a, it's a game changer flat out. And, you know. The, the sad thing is, and we're recording this Sunday evening around 7.30 Eastern, our time in Tampa, and, you know, the country's on fire. You know, every major metropolis, every major city is, is on fire right now. And, you know, the, the, I watched last night here in Tampa, and, you know, I can only speak on that because this is where we're at. But right. when you think of riots and you think of looting and you think of people setting things on fire, it's almost 99% of the time somewhere else. And I'm watching this last night and I'm one of those newsy dorks that has like a police scanner on my phone. And I'm listening to the sheriff's department, you know, doing their jobs last night and it's in our backyard. And that that brought it home. Right. You yeah. Know? I mean, it was in my front yard. I went I went to my uh, my shop, my barber shop yesterday. And as I was driving in, I went to go park 
uh, in downtown St. Pete, uh, I saw a guy, you know, on his bike with a reflective vest and he was holding some signs. I'm like, oh, it's going to go down. Okay. And I was there for maybe five minutes, probably under five minutes. And when I went to go leave, uh, I saw a cop, you know, coming down the road on Central and drove past him. And as soon as I drove past him, all the the protesters started coming, started coming my way. And you talk about in the backyard or even in the front yard, they walked right by my shop. And I mean, I have surveillance and stuff and I'm I'm looking at it and I'm like, oh, my God, like, please, like, don't throw a brick. Don't throw a brick. Don't throw a brick. Like, I, I'm on your side. Please, please, please. But it's it's it it's massive it's not just in the backyard it's all over the country right now and you know what everybody has a right to be pissed off right now because what we witnessed was pure evil yeah uh you know, i'm sorry go ahead Ethan. no i was just gonna say it's, it's a lot to unpack man it's it's a it's a lot to unpack yeah, you know, the the thing that that really got me and yeah, we talked about this a bit before we started recording. You know, I understand if you're not upset about what happened, there's something seriously wrong with you. However, riots, looting, setting fires, the violence, two wrongs don't make a right. No. In and, fact, what, and, what, Killer Mike, what Killer Mike said, not only was it a profound speech the way he presented himself, but you, to support what you're saying right now, that's, that's not the answer. You know what I mean? But go ahead. Right. No, I, I was just going to say, you know, two wrongs don't make a right. And, you know, I, I've seen a ton of people on social media. And of course it's these people that, you know, just created their accounts and have 150 followers that nobody gives two squirts of duck shit about, you know, promoting violence and people see this. And, you know, we were talking about the celebrity aspect of it and how people put a lot of stock in celebrities. And and I mentioned Chrissy Teigen, and I like Chrissy Teigen. I think her and John Legend are great. But last night, in the middle of all of this going on, in every city in America, you know, people are going after the cops. And I want to say this, you know, first and foremost, before I continue, not all cops are bad. Okay, so I would say 95 percent of the cops out there are actually good people. But, you know, they're getting grouped in because of of the minority, but that's neither here nor there. But Chrissy Teigen tweets, well, I'm going to donate $100,000 to the bail bonds of the protesters. And somebody goes, well, you do realize it's not protesters at this point. It's rioters and it's looters. She goes, oh, well, in that case, 200000 And I'm just looking at that going, are, are seriously? Right. I think sometimes sometimes um, some of these people that that have these these platforms or whatever, they don't read the room. You know what I'm saying? Like they just they oh, they're just totally tone they, deaf. Right. They say what they're going to say um, in the defense of that one. I could see on the one hand and not defending anybody that's that's pro destroy your area or whatever. I think what happens, though, is. A lot of times we start, you know, and I, and I and I'm big on movies and, and movies and like you are documentaries and that sort of thing. And I'll never forget um, Ice Cube, who I love back in the day. He was in this he was in this press conference and they you know, they were talking to him and Ice Cube goes, you cannot keep like doing people any kind of a way like this and not expect them to react at some point. Right. You understand what I'm saying? So we're, we're getting the reaction for 
a bunch of stuff that is happening. It's, you know, between the job situation now, the COVID-19, along with, like I said, just being black in America. You understand what I'm saying? And within that, you get the opportunities, you get everything else that kind of comes with that, right? But it all starts with, if we would have worked on this problem back when Rodney King got beat or before that, you understand what I'm saying? And I'm talking infrastructure. Like like the cop on the block is not the problem. Right. It's the guy who hires him. You understand what I'm saying? And that's what that's what keeps that's what keeps being in the vicious cycle of things. You know what I'm saying? Like this cop that now that the news is the, the information is coming out on this particular cop right here in Minneapolis, 17 things that he's done that he should that that were mm. quite questionable. So that means Oh yeah, somebody, he's got a he's got a pass. Right. That means somebody above him is giving him a constant pass, per se, right. is not doing their job. HR, somebody's not doing their job. You understand what I'm saying? So now you've got this uprising. You've got whatever. You've got what everything that comes with it. When if you if, if they start working on this problem where it starts at, we, we got a much better system now. You understand what I'm saying? All social media does right now to me is, is make it explode quicker because before right. I had to know you, I had to get to you or they had to put it on the news. Now, like you said, someone can create a profile tomorrow, 150 followers and can make a message spread like that as long as it's the right one. And that's the difference in now. You understand what I'm saying? But we tend to for like we we the root of this problem, though, is they never fix the actual fucking problem. Right. No, you're you're <laughs> dude, you are are spot on. And, you know, the problem is, like you said, this has been going on for decades. Right. Now, it's 2020. How the hell do we fix this? Because <laughs> because here here's the thing. You know, it didn't get this bad overnight. It took decades to get this far. It's not going to get fixed overnight. And that's what everybody wants. And that's just, you know, the bringing attention to the forefront even more because people are pissed off. And rightfully so. But it's not going to get fixed overnight. What's what's the first step in, in trying to trying to right the ship here? There is. Hold on. There. There is no there is. No, well, I could say peace, but that's not going to happen. I mean, I, I could beg for something like that, but it's not going to happen. This is only going to get worse, just like we've been talking about with the riots and or the protesting and 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 burning stuff and all that kind of all, all that. It's only going to get worse. And the worst. Another horrible part about this is is a man was brutally murdered on video and America had to watch it and there's there's this little election that's going to about to happen right and this this whole situation is going to be utilized for political gain which is sickening. And that is sickening and it's going to happen it's going to happen this man's death is going to be there and this man's death, it's going to represent all the other stuff, all kinds of other narratives that need to be pushed. And the ba- the good cops uh, that are out there are going to suffer. But I, 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 don't, I mean, I could say I have empathy for them, but but it's 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 the other four, like Ekin was saying, like it's the other guys that were holding him down while they were watching him kill him. And the other one that turned his back that had a little bit of ties with him because he's married to his sister. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck all of you. All of you. When you said 95%, I think that might be too high about bad cops. And I'm being honest. And I'm a, I mean, I donate to the police. I donate to firefighters. I donate to cancer. I donate to any, any organization I can, especially with our podcast mentally being about mental health to, to write on her arms. Like I take care of people, first responders. Can you said it first Fucking responders and our first responders 
represented America in the most horrific way. And it's fucking disappointing and disgusting. And I don't, I'm not, I'm not okay. Right. I'm not okay. I don't, I don't know what else to say. Look, man, they, they, I, look, we could, there, there could, the first solution with this is to me, to me, and this is, this is just my opinion, is we actually have to admit that there's a problem. And I don't mean just saying, oh, there's a problem. I mean, admitting that there's a problem, going inside and actually analyzing and adjusting and fixing the fucking problem. Because here's the thing we, we've had every instance of this. You, in its simplest of forms, you look at, like I said, Rodney King. We watched him get hit. for no, If nothing else, we watched him get hit 51 times. Right. After that, you know what you told me? That I didn't see what I saw. Right. I've, I've watched cops on video, actual cops say, I watched one cop say, you know what would have fixed that? The chokehold. How the fuck would the chokehold have fixed that? You know what one cop oh, wow. said? <laughs> you know what one cop said? You, and it's a, these are cops I've actually seen on video say it. One cop said, you don't know what those cops had to do. They had to make a split second decision. Well, dude, you know what? After hit number 10, it ain't split second no more. Matter of fact, I'm giving you a lot. But after hit number five, probably with six of you guys there, it's way past six uh, split second. We're in a whole nother world right there. So when you're on my side of the fence, at every at, at every turn of trying to comply or something, something has gone wrong. You can say you're scared of me. You got a guy in his car with his four-year-old, six-year-old daughter in the backseat, his girlfriend next to him, and the cop says to him, now he's in the passenger seat. That's the first thing. So I don't even know why he needs to show his identification. But okay, show me your identification. The guy says to him, look, you're telling me to get you my ID. I am licensed to carry a gun, but I am reaching for my ID because you told me to. When he reaches, he put four in him. Dead in front of his daughter on Facebook Live. You got that. Yeah, I saw it. You you take Trayvon Martin, who's a kid who I got a this is why this one gets me. You got I got a kid. Trayvon Martin is in his neighborhood going to 7-Eleven. Right. Now, I that lawyer, because I'm such I'm like you, a such a documentary law buff. I, I look at all these things. And the technicality that got him free was he did fear for his life. But if we talk about how he got in that situation, he yes. caused every problem. Bingo. He followed yes. the kid. The cops fucking harassing him. Right. He harassed him. And then when they finally get to throwing hands and get to fighting, Trayvon starts winning the fight. And then now you got a law that protects you. With all the fuck shit you did to get me here, I start fighting you because you follow me home pretty much, dude. And you shoot me and kill me and you get off on a stand your ground law because you were getting your ass whooped. What yes. the what, what are we doing? What like like at every sis at every turn, the system twists to make us be like, you don't you don't know this. Like right now, even with George Floyd, the, the new story is the autopsy says George Floyd died because of an existing condition combined with the cop on his neck. So what right. you're telling me now is, you know what, Jerry, I'm sorry, you got a cold today. So I shot you. But you know what, Jerry, because you had that cold, me shooting you don't even count. Don't worry about it because you already you already had a cold, Jerry. Well, you just just, going. Hey, hey, just for the record, there. just for the record, I know people that would stand in line to shoot my ass. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, but, dude, you say it, but it's so true. It is so true. Like <clears throat> if he hadn't harassed him, that shit would have never happened. He was just defending himself at that point. But then that stupid law came into play and protected him. It's yeah. ridiculous. It's fucking stupid. Well, and, and he gets off. Right. You know, uh, I, I want to I want to throw so something out there because and I, I can't believe I'm even going here because I've never really even talked about this before. But I, I think the the brutality thing, I, I think it's a bigger issue than a race issue. And I'll, I'll preface it with this story. 
uh, one of my closer friends growing up, we kind of drifted apart in high school. You know how people drift apart in high school. Um, you know, uh, my buddy Bobby was deaf in one ear completely and only had like 10% of hearing in his other ear. Good kid, came from a good family. But, you know, growing up, you know, the formative years got mixed up in the wrong crowd because they accepted him. Bobby ended up really running with the wrong crowd. Um, and right around Christmas of 1999, I don't know what the hell he was thinking, and I'm not justifying this, but I don't know what he was thinking. But dude decided him and his girlfriend were going to rob a McDonald's in Lakeland, Florida. Wow. Because the crew that he ran with said, hey, you know, we'll take care of you. Don't worry about it. Oh, okay. Well, they're my friends. Whatever. That sounds good. Well, I, I love Bobby to death. His parents are amazing people, but he fell into that trap. Where I'm going with this, the cops were called. They chased Bobby through the woods. Bobby couldn't hear them yelling, tell, telling him to stop. Right. They unloaded 27 bullets in my friend. Wow. I don't think when it comes to the brutality thing, I, the, the race issue brings it up to the forefront but I think it's a bigger issue than that. Does that make sense? It would if, and, and that is because, a because here's the thing. My, my friend Bobby was handcuffed on his knees. They executed him. I think the brutality issue is much bigger than just a race thing. I, I think um, playing devil's advocate to that story. Okay. Right? Yeah, no, and, no, and, go and for I, it. And I, and, I, and I think that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a, it's a crazy example and it, and it, and it's a sad one at that. But when you, again, this is, this is the barbershop combo that we have. You have like, you have what just happened to George Floyd, right? You have, you have, uh, um, I, his name escapes me, but I, me being from New York, there's a the guy who's going in his own house and he gets shot 41 times on his own steps, mm. right? You got that guy, but then you got the guy in South Carolina, right? who walked in a church that they welcomed him in with nine black people. Dylan Roof. And he, kill, he killed them all. Right? Dylan Roof, he killed them all. When they catch Dylan Roof, you know what they do to Dylan Roof? Uh, yeah, I, was, I know. And it's oh, they, my God. They, they, take, they take Dylan Roof to Burger King because he's hungry. Yeah. You, dude, that, if if that don't tell you the offset, you know, there's the meme that goes around and it's like three or four of these, these mass shooters and then it's like three or four of the guys who've been killed almost over nothing that are, that are black. Right. And it's like, when you look at this, you go, guess which one of these people are dead, right? And all the mass shooters oh, somehow yeah. taken alive. You know, there's there's a video going around right now of a guy in a full-blown, matter of fact, it's, it's crazy because his name must be Jerry because there's a lady that must be filming it. She's going, stop, Jerry. Stop, Jerry. You're going to get in trouble. But he's full-blown fighting two cops, a female cop and a male cop. One of the men, the male cop is trying to get him out of the car. The other one, and he's in a full-blown fight with them. No taser, no gun, no nothing. And this just happened. This just this video just dropped maybe like a few days ago. But it's but the lady who's on the video, she's recording. She's going, Jerry, stop! Like Jerry, you're gonna get in trouble. Right. She's telling him he's wrong, but he's still going right. But then you got a guy in in Texas who he ran a stop sign or something maybe like a week and a half ago. And don't ask me why I have all these examples. Maybe I'm just doing too much on social media. I don't know. But this kid ran a stop sign right. in front of his grandmother's house. He's got his hands up. Guns are drawn on him from two cop cars you know and and it's just like his grandmother has to come out there and literally stand in between him and the officers to be like look please don't kill my grandson the kid is like okay i ran a stop sign but here are my hands i don't have any weapons this is all over a stop sign right yeah and i i I don't want my point to get misinterpreted because obviously you know those issues are there my point was we hear about it more because of the race issue i think it's a bigger issue than just that 
And just to chime in, I agree. So I could play devil's advocate or be hypothetical, even though it's not hypothetical, it actually happened. But so we get, I mean, uh, this, uh, this is brutal by, you know, by any stretch, like this is awful, horrible. I'm not taking away from that situation. However, you're going to have people on the other side saying, well, what about this? What about that? Cops need to protect themselves. Cops see at this cost that, but Eakin like, Hey, I have a concealed permit. You know, I have a license. Hell, I have one. And if I said I need to get my ID like you wanted it, had I, if I was white, would it have made a difference? If I was going to guess, my gut would tell me, yeah, you know, but like other people like here in St. Pete, I'll never forget. I'll never forget this. I, I, I was an emotional wreck for like three weeks and I don't recall if it was, I think it was 2012 when uh, Hydra Lacey Jr. Uh, uh, shot and killed one officer in that home raid for a warrant. And then not even a week and a half or two weeks later, Officer Cross- Crawford was uh, gunned down by, uh, by, by a kid. And, you know, people out there would say something like, hey, where's the protesting? Where's the riots? Where's the burning buildings and all that kind of stuff. They were celebrated. Their lives were celebrated. Everybody, all the news stations aired their funerals and stuff like that. But it it begs the question, right? Like with those people, they're going to be like, what about this? Or what about that? I mean, the ignorance that's out there call it for what it is, but there's, there's a conversation there. I mean, if you bring perspective to that and then on the other side, I feel like, I feel like, I really feel like white privilege comes into play at that point. Um, but again, it, you're going to get those people that say that stupid shit and use that as an example. You know what I mean? So like as a, as a person that like, I mean, like I said, I was wrecked by that and I donate all kinds of, of, of my time and money to, to, to all these organizations and, for, and first responders. I mean, we all went through 9-11, you know, we all went through the Oklahoma City bombing. We all went through all kinds of tragic shit. So like we we respect the people that are supposed to protect us. And it takes a piece of shit like the guy that killed George, you know. To, to, to fucking wreck it all for us. But what about situations like that? Like, what's your take? What do you, what do you, what do you say? What, how do you feel about that? I feel like first and foremost, look, man, like don't, aren't we supposed to, we're supposed to hold a, a policeman at a higher standard, right? It's like, it's like, holding, yes. it's like, it's like holding a parent, right? Like you don't, you don't get yeah. to, you don't, it's like, you know, and again, like I take a lot of things, like I, you know, I look at like you guys, like I said, Jerry, I love documentaries like you do. I love cop shows. I love, and I love comedy. And, and a lot of times with the best comedians, they, they put things in a very good perspective. Absolutely. Chris Rock, Chris Rock said one time, a policeman is, a policeman is not something that you're supposed to get right part-time. You don't get to roll to that say, oh, I hope I got that right. It's like, it's right. like being an airplane pilot. You don't, you're not supposed to say, oh, damn, I, I hope I get this, this landing right. You're supposed to want to get that right every single time. You understand what I'm saying? And that's training. That's, 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 a, you know, and I tell, I tell, like, I get parties. I tell the security guys, like, dude, your job first should be to de-escalate a situation, not escalate it, not the people have alcohol involved in their systems, all sorts of things. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, so it's, it's hard for me to come kind of you know, like I know people are fucked up, but when you went to take this job, it puts you in a different position. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You can't, you can't take, mm-hmm. you can't take your, you can't, you're, you're not allowed to take your bad day from home to work and take that out on the people that you're, that you're paid to protect and serve. Like that's not okay. You understand what I'm saying? So again, I know it's a dangerous job. 
it's fucked up some of the people that are out here of all colors, my people included. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm in a, a funny place right now, my people, with something that they did last night that I'm looking going, how did we do that? Right. You know what I'm saying? So I don't so I don't for once think that it's all right or anything. But I hold a policeman on a higher standard. I got to because that's what I pay you for. You're here to yep. protect and serve. I'm not supposed to think that I'm going to die because you pulled me over for running a stop sign. I'm supposed to think you're right. I broke the law. You're right. I got to take this ticket. I got to either go to traffic school or I got to pay this ticket. I get it. But I'm not supposed to think that because I drive a Mercedes, now you feel a certain way. And if I twitch to get the license that you told me to get, you could let go of four in me. I'm not supposed to think like that. And that is the that is my my point with all it is like how I'm feeling. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't for once think all cops are bad. But here's the shit. If one cop is doing some crazy shit and the other three are watching, I got four bad cops. Yeah. Yes. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, I got, you know. And so, again, like I said, I, look, I got uncle that retired military and came out of that and police policeman and crazy as all hell, but loved the whole police. You know what I'm saying? And not once did he ever say that it was OK to take whatever was going on in his house or whatever bad day he might have been having and take it out on somebody that he might have ran up against. You know what I'm saying? Because right. that's that's the job. That's what you've sworn to take on, you know, and, and whether it's like you said, whether it's going to get more training, whether it's like I said, it's got to start from the top, though, because down here at the bottom. It's already fucked up. It's already fucked up, dude. Like it. it and it, I don't know what's going to fix it, but the whole structure has got to be fixed. Yeah, yeah it's, no, it's almost it's almost like your time in, in 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 the Air Force. You know, you signed up for that stuff. You knew what right, to do. Right. You weren't a bad apple. There's some bad apples there too, and they do fucked up shit. Exactly, and, it's humanity. Ugh. Yeah, it is, and you know, like 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 let's do the Air Force, right? I, people tell me all the time. I don't know how you went in the Air Force, man. Let me tell you something right now. The Air Force had to be some of the best time in my fucking life. It really was. It, awesome. I traveled the world. I I I met some great people that I call friends, brothers, sisters till this day. But at the end of the day, there were rules in the Air Force, right? Even that first set of basic training chaos of having to have my underwear folded six inches in that chaos. I signed up for that. You understand what I'm saying? So right. there's going to be rules in anything you go in. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was crazy. Scared me so bad. The first night I, I, I was a kid in there that he raised up. He had his whole he, when they when they when they scared us the first night. Right. This one kid, he raises up. He couldn't get a key out of his lock. He had his whole drawer hanging around his neck. You know what I'm saying? But we remember those times. And that kid turned out to be a whole 20 year career in it. But we signed up for that. There's rules to that. So I don't I didn't go the Air Force going, fuck these rules. I'm going to do what I want to do. You know what I'm saying? I had to I had to follow certain rules. There may be a guy that I didn't think was such a great guy, but he had a higher rank than me. If he was an officer, I had to salute when he came by and we were outside. There are just rules to all of this. And I, you know, like if I got to follow him, then I want the people that I pay with my taxpaying dollars to hold them at the same standard of following him. I don't want to die because, like I said, some guy's having a bad day at home or because he doesn't like the way I look, you know, or he doesn't like what I drive or he doesn't like that I'm in a whatever. If I happen to be in an interracial relationship, all of that weighs on his mind when he decides to stop me. It's or he's just a bad fucking person. Right. Or he's just a bad person. Right. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and again, I, I want to make my, my, my stance and my point clear. The stats and the numbers show that you were spot on about the race issue with all of this. My point was, I think it's bigger because we don't hear about the other issues and the other cases and other situations. And I think if that were to be brought to light, it might... I'm not going to say put things in a different perspective because there's no such thing. The, the shit that's gone down is wrong. 
But I, I think people would be surprised at how often this kind of stuff happens that we don't know about. No you, shit. No shit. <laughs> like, how far? How far along? We this is the year twenty twenty, and we had to watch what we had to watch. It's this, uh, we're we like uh, we all like the, you know back in the fucking sixties and all that shit and and when you know when Johnson was president and, and all that shit you know and the blacks were separated and all this stuff like we we made all this headway. To get where? Fucking nowhere. Two steps nowhere. forward, 15 steps back. And I, 30. And I, I think another another point that gets lost in this, too, is why why we have there's so much tension here is when when there's a women's rights issue, we focus on a women's rights issue. When yeah. there's a, a when there's a, a gay population issue, we focus on a gay on the gay population. We focus yep. on that. And that's what it is. When yep. there's a Black Lives Matter issue right after that, I have to hear all lives matter. Right. I'm not saying again, I'm not in this battle to say that all lives don't matter. But, Jerry, if your house is burning up and my house is beside it and it's not burning, why the fuck am I worried about shooting water on my house? I'm not. Your house is the one that's burning right now. Right. I need to put your house out. It's not a battle. And, and and this is what causes so much other tension. Like, dude, like there's a problem here. Let's fix that. Let's address that. Like, And then everybody can probably be OK. It's not a battle of do all lives matter. Like I'm saying that my life matters more than you. You or Brandon's. It doesn't. It's not. That's not the no. point I'm making. But right now, when a dude kills one of me on a on an actual film, we got to fix that problem Absolutely. because it's starting to happen. It's starting to happen so much that it's for want. It's causing trauma in some. It's almost causing it's desensitizing others. It's causing all kinds of problems, dude. And we got to we got to focus and fix that. Not not to, it's, I'm not in this to I'm not into this to to battle. You know, what I'm saying like. I appreciate you guys letting me come on your platform. And not for once would I go if you guys were having a show and and t- t- you're talking about helping helping the gay rights movement, right? Now, do I got to be blasting you on Twitter going, man, fuck that. Black Lives Matter. That ain't what this is about. No. Right. You understand what I'm saying? And, and, and that, that <laughs> also, when we're talking about things that cause confusion, that also causes a bunch of confusion. You know what I'm saying? So it's just so many things becoming wrapped up in this that we lose, that we're losing. You know what I'm saying? Like what, what the, the problem here is like, dude, Help me understand why my life doesn't matter. Just just and that's that's what I'm that's what we're trying to understand. Yeah. Like that's that's the first piece of it. Why does my life matter any less than yours? You know what I'm saying? Like, like I said, and when you look at these examples of a guy that kills nine people and you take him to Burger King. But meanwhile, if I don't have a video right. and I forgot where this guy was, he got shot in the back and the, co- and the bad apple cop, you know, he's a bad apple cop. When he comes to write his report, he says he was getting charged. But a video that he didn't know was being filmed is getting filmed across the field. And he actually shot the guy in the back. I don't I don't I shouldn't have to go through all of this just to get some justice. First off, That's do the job fairly. Right. Do the job fairly. Or get the truth out there for real without me having to do all of this. And now you're at a point now where. It feels like we're going overboard, but think about it, man. But, it, but is it really going overboard? You're not. It's not. Exactly. It's not. It's it's not it's not. But the story the story will get you know like it's like the Colin Kaepernick thing. The story will get all blown over out of, out of proportion. You know what I'm saying like the Kaepernick thing. I know some people don't agree with where he chose to do whatever and when he chose to do it. But at the end of the day, it was a peaceful protest, and what right. he talked about and what he stood for was one simple message. In the argument. And when the president, whoever's president he is, I don't, you know, if you voted for him, it's okay. If you didn't, it's okay. Whatever. I'm not here to dispute that either. 
when that when that message gets all ate up and and now it's about he's disrespecting the soldiers and the flags. No one asked me because I didn't I didn't feel like he was disrespecting me. Right. And I'm a soldier. You know what I'm saying? So how does some guy that didn't have some guy that that dodged the draft or dodged the military? How does he get to tell people that I'm suddenly upset? I I, I have to touch on this. Like this, all of this hits home for me uh, in a in a bigger way and uh, probably. A bigger way than uh, both of you probably don't know, but um, I have a black uncle. All right, um, he's my uncle Tony, and he's one of the biggest sweethearts. He's got the he's 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 a bigger man. He's you know he <laughs> could totally like take me out in two seconds, but he's he's a he's he's a fucking care bear man, and I love him. I love him to death, and I have so I I have some cousins, so we're we're a mixed family. But I love all of them so much, so much. So this this really like I don't want to get choked up, man. I, I this this stuff really hits home for me. And it's it it it, 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 it I get so emotional in rage and all that stuff. And you and you talk about the calling thing. And I listened to your podcast. Right. And um, and my uncle, he served as well. And I know what his opinion is. And. He he kneeled, okay. He kneeled for a certain reason, and like you said, the what he his reason got misconstrued and it became a game of telephone, if you will, absolutely about the flag. The flag became part of it because I, I don't. His narrative, it it all changed because the flag was part of what he was doing, the stage that he chose to do it on. But fuck, I mean, what bigger stage to do it on? If you're a exactly. professional athlete, do it there. If you if you really want to make a difference, if you really want to say something about it, and then what you said on your podcast, uh, I I think you said you recorded on Friday. You saw a meme or something like that that said, "Which knee matters more now?" And right. I was like, "Fuck me!" Like right. that right there, in and of itself, floored me. I'm like, all those. You want to call us rednecks, you know, Peckerwoods and this, that, and the other. What knee matters more now? What yeah. I mean, and 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 fuck, man, that just it hit me hard, you know. And with with my family and and the things that they've been through, I have family members that have treated my 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 family that I'm talking about right now poorly and racist. And I would, if I ever saw the ones that have treated them poorly and racist, I would pummel them and destroy them <laughs> and probably have to hold myself back. So I didn't go to jail, but that's how I feel, man. I love them. I love them. I love them. I love them. And, and man, this is just, this is a huge wake up call right now. This is like, everybody was, was, was crying wolf at one point. Right. And the biggest difference, like I said, between 2020 right now and let's say 1996, our fucking body cam footage, cell phones that were can record video from flip phones. Because how else are we going to find out about this shit until now? That's the difference. This shit has been happening forever. Yeah. Nothing is new here. Nothing is new. The only thing that's different is technology. And we got you, bitch. That's it. Yep. 
That's that's the that's the real difference now. Like you guys said when we started the show, it's not like any of this stuff is just new. It's just now it's being recorded, and now right. you, if you don't, you know, you can't stop me from sharing it. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't stop the girl who was out there recording that whole time and that whole incident from beginning to end. You can't stop her now from going to her Facebook page, and the minute she posts that. 20 other people share that immediately and then it goes viral. And before you know it, it's like you, it's like it's like that fire at Champs last night. It's out of control. You Now you can't pull it back because not now only, somebody's got to yeah. answer for it. Somebody's got to answer for it now. Not only not only was she in the wrong for what she did and she made an apology and she got fired from her fucking job. Good. It, if you watch it, she almost killed her dog by choking the dog like the dog yelps because she's trying to restrain it. it, it it's. It, <sighs> Fucking people, man. Oh, yeah. That's that's a whole that's a whole that's a whole. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I, I know we're I know you've got to get going here shortly and you've been so gracious with your time. But I wanted to talk about the Amy Cooper thing real quick. Okay, We got time. We got time. <laughs> I, 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 I have no words. I, I don't even know. I, it's the most. <sighs> I'm angry. I, I, he was I, so I, polite I, to her. He was so. Oh, my God. Polite. I, I guess. You know, I I grew up, <laughs> I grew up in a very Hispanic neighborhood. Like m- my high school Spanish teacher joked that I was his foreign exchange student. Okay, <laughs> I I don't I I have no concept of that because I don't see the world that way. Holy shit! I uh, the scary thing is that happens more often than it doesn't. Yeah, I I. I'm like, I, I yeah, I, I tell everybody I talk to about. I tell everybody I talk to about that now. The next time you listen to that, close your eyes. If you close your eyes, if you close your eyes, you'll think that he it's has a different the, narrative. You think that he has the dog in one hand and he has her in the other hand, and he's just swinging them both around like trying to kill him. That's what you if you if you if you if you, if you close your eyes, that's what you think because the the way she goes, she goes, she takes it up in levels. Like she literally takes it up in levels. And the, the craziest thing about it, the the craziest thing about it about how far that you can how far you can tell that someone like her thinks that the black man is down the food chain is she looks at him and she goes i'm gonna call the police and i'm gonna tell them that an african-american man you know i'm saying that and she goes into that whole narrative right there she doesn't say i'm scared get away she says i'm gonna call the police and i'm gonna tell them that an african-american man because she knows once she tells them that that escalates the situation on the other end that's that and that's the way she thought it was gonna go like, there's no other way you can tell me that she and then she went into a full blown performance when he never took a step towards her. Like she went from, oh, my God, now my life and my dog's life. And it just kept going higher and higher. And he wasn't even moving. No, he was just standing there being he even told her, like, hey, I just want you to leash your dog. But if you don't want to leash your dog, you can take your dog over to that area where you don't have to leash your dog. Exactly. And she went apeshit on him. It's fucking, it's disgusting. Like, it brings me to the point, and, and I read something earlier before we started, um, and I don't know if this is true, maybe Ekin, you've, you've read it too, but when when uh, Floyd was, you know, being pinned down by the knee and he was dying, um, he screamed for his mom several times. Yeah, that's uh, exactly. and he, he asked and his I, mom, he even said, they were, he said, they're going to kill me, and he was right. But his mom is His mom had been asked. dead for two years. Yeah, but that I just mean, but but when you when you think you're gonna die, dude, you know what I'm saying like you're at a point, you know. Yeah. Like I said, you know, like I said, he literally said they're gonna kill me, and he was like, screaming for his mom. He said, yeah. I, "Did he say mama? I think it was mama." Yeah, something uh, like that. 
something like I, it doesn't matter. But if that doesn't give you chills and that doesn't make make you moved to to make a change in society and what all what's going on right now, um, I don't I don't know who you are, and I definitely don't want you in my life. But look, I'm telling you, man, that that's oh, god damn it's so hard. Look, look, man, the the Amy Cooper thing is so funny and it happens on so many different levels. And, and I gave this example on my podcast. I'm in a meeting in in, corp, in a corporate America setting. Now, before I get to this meeting, there's been various lies told by the lady that I'm having this meeting for. And she happens to be white. And like, she's told several lies. As a matter of fact, as we're in this meeting, she's telling, she's lying. Like she's literally lying. And I'm sitting there waiting my turn to speak. And both of our supervisors sitting there. And so then it becomes my turn to speak. And if you know me, like you hear me on this podcast, you hear me on my podcast, I'm passionate when I speak, but not once that I call her any names, not once that I curse at her. I'm just passionate when I speak. And so I'm speaking. And then she stops me and admits it. She goes, can you, can you, can you calm, can you calm your voice down a little bit? I'm thinking to myself, calm my voice down. Like, oh, you, you feel threatened? Wait a minute. So you think because you're saying things softer than me that what you're saying is right. You know, because your voice is, you know, and, and so that's why the Amy Cooper thing came back like full circle. Because I'm thinking like, I've been here before. Mm-hmm. Like this lady is sitting here lying in front of me, like let it, literally telling like blatant lies. Like I got paperwork to show the lies that she's telling. But because she's speaking in a softer voice, she suddenly feels a certain way and I need to calm down. Now you're lying in front of my peers and a person I respect that I also call my supervisor. But I am the one that should calm down. That that, And so at every turn, you just, it's it's just... It's just so much, man. Like, it's like, it's like, what dance do I got to do to hope that I can survive? I, I don't even, I don't even know what to say right now. You know, and the craziness about it is we're still trying to, we're, we as, as you know, and again, like I said, I'm not here to say that every black man is perfect. I, that is not even a conversation, but at every turn, it's like, I got to do three extra dances just to hope that I can get a fair shake, whether that be to survive this, 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 this confrontation I might have right here, whether it be to, to go into a place that I already have an office in, but someone's stopping me. That's not even in charge of this place, whether it's having it to, to, to show my ID because you don't think I should live here. You know what I'm saying? Like, or whether it's like, it's at every turn and you know, like you look at the jogger, right? A citizen's arrest has to be, you have to see me actually committing a crime, right? You have to see me committing a crime. You can't hear about it. You can't think you heard. You have to see me committing a crime. Follow a dude front and back, corner him in, shoot him. And not until we go plumb crazy on social media, FBI comes in, do we finally get an arrest? What do I got to do? I'm jogging, dude. I'm jogging in my own neighborhood. I can't help that you don't think I should live here, but I do live here. I, I I feel I feel like we're almost seeing a civil war of sorts, and uh, it's yeah. scary as hell. And uh, you know, we're all radio people. We've all been in broadcasting a long time. It's not often I'm left speechless, but the shit that's been going on is, uh, I, it, it's ignorant. It's stupid. It's irresponsible. It's got to stop. It's got to stop. stop. Yeah. And and I can and I can tell you this because I think I live a little bit different than than most radio personalities that that I'm around because I love to be like out with the people. You know what I'm saying? Like that. Like that's my whole move. My whole move is to be able to 
for lack of a better term, is to be touched, to be like, yo, like, oh, that's Eakin right there. You know what I'm saying? And so I have like conversations with people that pretty much to me amount like barbershop conversations, but they're real conversations, you know, and just just being out today, you know, a lot of people are confused. You know, they're con- they're confused everything from they want they do they do want peace. But at the same time, and they and they want it, they want to find a way to peace peacefully. But then by the time you're in this conversation 10 minutes, they all are at the same place of we tried that though. We tried yeah. that. We've yeah. tried that at every turn. You know why you're talking to us now? Because you're scared that next I might be in Soho. You're scared that next I might be out there at that Wesley Chapel outlet that you put a billion dollars into. That's what you're scared of. So you got to stop me now. And, you you know, you, you don't want me on USF's campus. You don't want me there. So, yeah, you got me at Fowler. OK, yeah, you got me. Cool. That that's that's why they feel like they're finally being hurt or people are finally talking because you don't because you don't know where I could be next. So you, you got to stop that. Like you can't you can't. The Super Bowl is coming. You can't let me be in those places. You understand what I'm saying? And we shouldn't have to be there. We shouldn't have to be at this point. So like you said, it is damn near civil war. And and what's crazy is it's confusing because everybody's not even sure what side to be on. That's the crazy shit right now. People, everybody's like, even if you're black, some black people are disappointed in what's going on to the point that they don't know if they want to be on this side because there's so many other things being thrown in. You know what I'm saying? Then you got people of other nationalities. They they want to support. They don't know how to support. They don't know. They're not sure of the right things to say. You know oh, what I'm saying? Like, so like yeah, you know what I'm saying? So so everybody's kind of in this place of, yeah, I do want this to end, but there's so many pieces going on inside of it. Dude, you 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 let it get here. Our our supposed leaders that we're paying taxes for, they let it get here. And now that you're here, I feel like right now. You're just trying to protect the assets first, really. You're just, mm-hmm. you, you know what I'm saying? Because right now, you know, this could be L.A., you know, because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, if you don't get the National Guard in here and the whole city really turned, there ain't enough police here to stop. It. There well, just ain't. And it's funny you say that because as, as we're talking, Guard. I'm looking on Twitter and the National Guard is setting up at Raymond James Stadium now in case they yep. need to go out. Well, a hundred of them, yeah, they were, yeah, just sent sent over there. You know, at, at what point, you know, and Brandon, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I've got to ask this. You know, the the whole political correctness thing. How much of that does that play into it? Because you know, let's be honest. I, I personally, I don't look at things black, white, whatever. I that's just that's just how I think. But a lot of people do. At what point does it become a human issue instead of a black, white race issue? It's common sense. I mean, you look at what happened to George uh, George Floyd, and it, I, I, the the race card plays into it. But I look at it more of Jesus Christ. They just murdered this guy. When does common sense step in? There's no explanation. That's 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 the answer. The only right. explanation is he was a horrible fucking person, and whether he was racist or not, whether he was a serial killer or currently is, he was a horrible fucking person, and that's it. That's it. Right. Right. And, and and our thing, like I said, and when I speak and I say the black perspective, I'm speaking from my black perspective. Right. Um, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't dare try to speak for the whole race. I got a lot of friends who you know we've had these talks and that sort of thing, but I don't dare try to speak for the whole race. But I speak for me from a black perspective. Um, you you start to feel like I'm not getting treated as human. So who gives a fuck about the humanity? You understand what I'm saying? It's, it's like it's like, you know, like when you look at it, right, you go you go like you said. Colin Kaepernick, whether we thought he was wrong or right, he tried the peaceful way. We've, we've, you know, and I, and I've seen a lot of people, you know, like, and this is why the memes and the internet, I feel like, 
I, it gets it gets to be too much too. Like there's a there's a big meme going around about you know about the peaceful protest was uh was us uh, was it Selma Alabama? What they call it Bloody Sunday, right? Yeah. And I try to do my yeah. research on these things, right? The average person that's posting that right now, they don't even really they didn't read into what really happened 10, 15 minutes after that picture was taken. Right. 10, 15 minutes after that picture was taken, they got damn near massacred. You understand what I'm saying? Like they got hosed and, and beat with sticks and 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 all kinds of cr- fuck shit went on. Right. So if you know that you're thinking, when does this peaceful thing work? When does yeah. the peaceful when do, you know, I dude, Dr. Martin Luther King is supposed to be one of our greatest leaders ever. Yep. If, if if you do a little bit more read, a little you let you let that article go on ten more minutes. You read ten more lines, you realize it wasn't as peaceful as you as everybody's trying to post that it is. Right. So when you try to compare that to today, right? You got a kid out here, right? That's that's 23, 24, right? That the whole time they've been seeing, they got all these images in their phone of like another black guy, another black guy, another guy over cigarettes, another guy sitting in his car, another guy on his steps, Trayvon Martin, right? It just becomes all this stuff, right? So then you try to tell them that Selma is that's how it is. That was the peaceful way. And that kid reads 10 more minutes into that story or 10 more lines into that story. He's like, that ain't peaceful either because they tried to be peaceful. And look what happened to them. Right. But you mad at me now because I'll run up on you. You understand what I'm saying? So so at, at every point, it's like we've tried peace. You understand what I'm saying? And, and they're, they don't. It's like when you try peace, they don't fix the system. We put a Band-Aid on it. Not even a fucking Band-Aid, like a, like a, like a, like a, uh, I don't know. You just, you, you, I don't know. You put something on You don't even cover it up, though. It's not even covered. It's not even. It, it, it it's like, it's like putting a Band-Aid on, on a bullet ears. wound. It's like putting right. a Band-Aid on a bullet wound. Exactly. It, fall, it falls on deaf ears, man. Like, like I grew up and the, the most controversy story that was told to me or explained to me as a child was the birds and the bees. And now you have black families that. Maybe they have to talk about birds and the bees, but they have to they have to train and protect their children to, hey, don't do this. Don't do that. Don't do this because you're going to be targeted. You're going to be this. You're going to be that. You're going to be like like that's a whole different lifestyle. That's a whole different home setting. And that's 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 disappointing. It's a sad state of affairs when you got to have. Not the birds and bees. We're having the 10 and two conversation. No if shit. you get pulled over, keep your hands at 10 and two. Put no your shit. hands out of the window. Don't move suddenly. Yeah. Don't get into an argument. As a matter of fact, just go ahead and get locked up. I'll come and get you because I want you to be alive. Exactly. I'll, deal with, I'll deal with getting your record cleared after that. But if they're going to lock you up, don't argue with why. Don't move your hands too quickly. Leave them on the stand. Well, if they tell you to put them out the window, please do that. Don't move quickly. Let them open the door. We got to have that talk now. We, the yeah. birds and the bees, is, is we're, we, we hope that we might get to that one. But this Maybe. other talk is much more important because we're like, dude, this is what you got to do to stay alive. And one of that, the, your profile. Yeah, one of the most powerful things I've seen through all of this, and, and honestly, I think it was you that posted it, was an animation of a cop and a, a, kid. a little kid sitting at like, like a, a countertop, like at a like a bar, like a like, like a, a diner. Yeah, like a diner. And the cop looks at the little kid and goes, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" And the kid answers, "Alive." And it's oh like, "Oh my god, oh my god!" That that's the perspective, and it's just like, "Wow." And it's unfortunate that it has to come down to that, you know, and. You know, Ekin, you, you've been so great with your time. Uh, you know, you've been so gracious. And, you know, this is why I wanted to have you on. You know, I yeah, we're, dude, we're, we're a show that's about mental health, but we're also a show about having, con- you know, tough conversations that people don't want to have. And, you know, 
you know, that's we pride ourselves on that. And, you know, we're not afraid to talk about the important shit. And frankly, there's nothing more important than what's going on in the world right now. Yeah. And I, and I thank you guys for having me, too, man. And, and I think honestly, like and I'll tell you guys, like this, this kind of means a lot to me because I, I was guarded for a long time on like, you know, like Brandon was talking about earlier on some of the things that I would talk about and say, but they need to be said. And I'm, and I'm open for, you know, I learned some things in these conversations, you know, like there's a lot to be learned with what's going on right now. You know what I'm saying? Like for all of us, you know, me, like I said, me included. And I feel like a lot of this comes right back to what I'm living through, but I still feel like we have to have these conversations, man, because at the end of the day, we're all still here. We're, we're here. And if we're going to, if we're going to leave the next generation, our kids and their kids, a place to call home, like we gotta, we gotta fix this, man. We gotta go with this head on and fix it. You know what I'm saying? Like we can't, I'm not going to run from it. I hope anybody around me that knows me knows that I'm not going to run from it. And like I said, it's all I care about is that you know, I try to keep it respectful. I don't want it to get to where places are burning down. And I want to be at the table with people that want to have open conversation and, and want to make the world a fair and better place for everybody that lives here. That's what I care about. I couldn't agree more. Uh, and you know what? With that, I can't say it any better. So with that, let's wrap it up. Egan, where can everybody find you on social media? And, you know, how can everybody get in touch with you? Uh, at DJ Egan across everything except for everything on online is at DJ Eakin. Uh, my YouTube channel is at DJ Eakin TV. But again, everything starts with that DJ Eakin. And if you hit me, I will do my best to hit you back. I promise, because that's just that's the communicator that I try to be. Yeah, and again, you know, if you haven't checked out his podcast, the DJ Eakin podcast, do it because this is the kind of conversation that goes on every week. Uh, you know, him and Brittany have a great chemistry, and you know, Eakin, I just you know, I think the world of you and. Uh, just thank you so much for opening up and, and, you know, spending some time with us. And dude, thank you guys too, man, because um, Brittany and I say this all the time that for a minute we were, we were trying to figure out exactly what to be and where our voice was. And I think that the settling in and partnering with you, with you guys over at radio influence, it's, it's been a big help to us, man. So we appreciate you guys as well, man. And again, thank you guys for letting me be on your platform and um, you know, let's just keep the conversation going. No doubt. No doubt. Guys, that's going to do it for this week. Stay safe. Be safe. Don't do anything stupid. Um, you know, if, if you guys are getting to the edge of all of this stuff, you know, take a deep breath. I, I'm not going to say that we're all in this together because it's not that kind of a situation. And, and we've talked about that for the last hour and 15 minutes. But, but be kind. Be, I took the be words right out of kind. my mouth. Be kind. I'm sorry. No, don't kind. apologize. Don't apologize. Be kind. And Aiken, man, I, man, brother, I wish I could give you a hug right now. Um, this is an, an amazing conversation, and it needed to happen, and I'm glad it did. But, man, be kind, people. Wake the fuck up. Radio Influence strives to bring you excellence in podcasting. We work with personalities like TV chef Brian Duffy, radio personalities like Ian Beckles, news and political pundits like independent journalists Frank and Tracy Beans, experts from the sports world like veteran football scout and coach Chris Landry, pro wrestling personality David Penzer, MMA experts Jason Floyd and Daniel Galvan, and strength and conditioning coach Jeff Crochelle. If you're looking for food, sports, music, entertainment, politics, no matter the topic, Radio Influence has something for everyone. All of Radio Influence's programming can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and RadioInfluence.com. 